Welcome to the Confessions of the Eldest Daughter podcast, where firstborn quirks meet comedic perks. Now let's unpack this. Hey y'all, welcome back to another episode of Confessions of the Eldest Daughter. My name is Keandra and I am you guys' host and we have another guest. So Courtney, go ahead and introduce yourself and tell the audience um, what you do, who you are and all of that. All right. Hi, guys. My name is Courtney Kelly. I am an artist. I rap. I entertain, model, do motivational speaking, um, but I also work in tech. I work as a customer success manager for financial planning software um, organization. And yeah, do I need to list some accomplishments? I mean, I have a Duke degree. So something that I say during this podcast should you should feel like I know what I'm talking about. I also have a master's in business. So, yeah. I'm kind of smart, I guess. <laughs> oh, you're very smart. I love that. So today's episode, we're going to actually talk about independent women's problems. Um, and as you guys can see, Courtney is super duper smart. <laughs> a lot of accolades. And so I think that she's the perfect person to talk about this. Um, but basically, I wanted to talk about not so much like the struggles, but maybe like the pros and cons of it, because I do think there's a lot of pros of being independent um, and there's a lot of cons as well. But I had saw somewhere on Twitter, I was trying to find the tweet, but I guess I deleted it. But it was basically saying that sometimes women are like hyper independent because it's a trauma response from their childhood. And y'all know my whole podcast is about growing up as the eldest daughter and dealing with childhood trauma and why we are the way we are. Courtney, I didn't ask you, but what are you like, a, you have any siblings or what yeah. are you or? So um, it's actually very ironic. And part of the reason I was super excited to be on your podcast, because I'm actually the youngest daughter. Right. So I feel like okay. it's the complete antithesis of the oldest daughter kind of struggles. Also, my older sister is 15 years older than me. So by the time I came around, I guess my mom had already worked out some kinks. So a lot of the things that she feels she may is still like recovering from her relationship with her mom or being like partially raised by my grandma, I don't really relate to because I'm like, I had a totally different kind of experience being the youngest. But I still feel like, you know, it, we have our own struggle because just like there's some perks of being the oldest daughter, there's some cons of being the youngest. So, right. So, um, so back back to the whole independent thing. Would you say that you're super like hyper independent, or are you like kind of independent? I mean, I know you you do a lot. Yeah. Um, too, so I definitely feel like I have sent some hyper independency when it comes to not asking for help from like men I've dated in the past or feeling like uncomfortable asking them for help or even like for my friends. But I am not very hyper independent when it comes from my family. And I think that relates to me being the youngest. Like I will ask for help before I can even ask for help sometimes. They're like, if something's wrong with me, my siblings, my mom, they're already going into overdrive to try to solve the issue. Um, I probably am very spoiled um, because they wanted me to come down for the holidays, which was like a four hour drive. And I was like, man, I hate driving. So my brother literally came, drove the four hours to get me, drove me the four hours there and brought me back. Um, and my mom has done that plenty of times. I think I've lived back in Georgia for a year now. And this year, 
was my first time driving to her because she usually just drives the four hours to come get me and then drives me back. So I think because my family takes away some, I don't want to say takes away, I don't have to be as independent with my family because they'll do like even the smallest things for me that when I have to be independent in my like personal life by myself, it is a drag. I'm just like, oh my God, I can't believe I have to do this for myself. Um, So for me, that's kind of my experience where I'm just like, man, my family would usually be doing this for me, but now I have to do it for myself. But then also the struggle of because I'm so used to relying on my family, it's actually harder for me to ask other people in my life for help. And sometimes my family can't help me, um, but then I'm just left to kind of struggle because I am not vocal enough sometimes to ask other people in my life for help. And I can totally relate to that. I think even though I am the oldest, I say like the most reliable person in my life is my grandma. And my grandma is 70. So when she gone, I don't know what I'm going to do. I just pray that I am married because to Mm -hmm. this day, she is still my emergency contact. And like, I just don't, I know that's like crazy because most people put like their husband or their boyfriend or whatever. I don't have that. And so I can definitely relate to that because it's kind of like, when you're so used to your family coming through for you and then you date and you're thinking like, oh, your man's going to replace them. It's kind of a, a turnoff. At least for me, it's like a huge turnoff when the simplest thing you can't even do, but my mama can do it. Right. Like, so I just, I don't know. I think with the whole hyper independent thing, I think, um, at least for me, it definitely stems from childhood because I just thought, because I was the oldest, but knowing that you have the same thing and you're the youngest, that's good. And I know it's, well, I still think it's because I'm the oldest, just in my specific (laughs) situation, just because it's one of those things where if I want it done right, or I want it done Mm -hmm. right then and there, I knew to just do it myself. Right. Um, Anything about me, I'm like a DIY queen. I was talking to my friends yesterday and I was just, we were talking, it's so funny. We were talking about you know how black women and they go on these reality TV shows and their hair, right? And they're like, I don't know why they just don't get braids. And I'm just like, girl, I would have me a half wig this day, a flip over sewing this way if I want to switch it up. And they're just like, Kendra, it's because you know how to do hair. And mm-hmm. I'm just like, I just thought that was common sense. They're like, no. You I just thought everyone knew how to do like their girl, like, own you part wig, something. Like, you I, don't I, I thought it was common knowledge, but I've realized over the years that it's not. And I guess because of how I grew up, like right. I grew up kind of knowing how to do something. Like something. even in high school, you know, and my mom, when she does, she didn't necessarily have like the extra money to go pay someone to do my hair. Like she was going to the store to get some hair and put some braids in my head. Yep. And my brother was like cutting other people's hair. He cut his own hair. So I just thought everyone kind of knew really you know, how, to do, how to do it. But now I realize that it's not, you know, because I stay on YouTube University. I learned Thank you. Here's the thing. I'm like you. If you want it done right, you got to do it yourself. Because the times I have paid to get my hair done, I'm just like, I, I, I could be this. Like, or they don't part it how I want it. I'm like, you know, like, it's cool. Because at this point, I'm paying for the fact that I didn't feel like doing it myself. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm like, I, I could have went home and did this. We literally like, had a whole pandemic for you to learn. That's how I look at it. Right. I was like, even if you didn't know before, you had the whole pandemic and sit in the house and learn how to do your own mm-hmm. hair. But I say that it kind of goes to like my hyper independence. Yes. I remember I was dating a guy and this is like 
during the pandemic or like a little bit after that's when uh you know press-ons came back in the custom <laughs> diy lashes so i'm doing my own lashes my own nails my own hair and he was just like dang like i was gonna pay for that to get done but you can already done it and i was like well just give me the money and he was just right. like oh. Yeah. oh my goodness that hits on another point so speaking of like hyper independence and dating I feel like I already do so many things like for myself. Like I'm already cutting the budget in half because I'm doing my hair myself. So like pay for the times when I don't feel like putting the press-ons on because there's some times where I'm like, I cannot afford to lose a nail because with the press-ons, sometimes you might lose one. So I'm like, okay, I need to have my real nails this time or like you know pay for the other things so i do all my own extensions but i hate washing my natural hair myself i always go get it washing blow dry give me the little 40 dollars i need to go do that because i'm already i'm not asking you for braids i'm not asking you for sewing like help me where i can where you can but also like i was just telling my sister about this i went to the grocery store you know, I bought the groceries. I don't mind going grocery shopping. Some people hate it. I love an excuse to put an outfit on, go walk around some somewhere, be seen. So I'm doing the grocery shopping. But I'm just like, Lord, where is my husband that when I come home, all I got to do is just get out the car, walk in the house. Because he going to come and get these bags out the car and put everything up. And I think for me, for independence, it's like, let me do the things I don't mind being independent about. Right. So, Something like, yes, like I don't mind doing this for myself, but the things that I just hate doing for myself, please, like, please take them over. And I feel like in dating, I had to learn how to just like ask for things, like kind of saying what I was saying earlier, where I struggle asking for help. Now I'm just asking, and I don't care how outlandish they think this is. Like, this is something that I would love for you to do for me. Like, yes, you think I'm this strong independent woman but the truth is when a man is around especially a man that claims he liked me and want to date me and maybe i like him too damsel in distress i am independent woman when you are not around but if you are around let's do those things that i don't want to do myself i can hang my own paintings i can put my own decor up but if you're over here get the hammer get yes. the and the stud finder All thank that. you the leveler because yes i could do it myself but why not make my life easier and do it for me? Right. Because I think we're looking for, we want to be an asset to men's life. Because I feel like men are independent too. Well, so, mm -hmm. real men are independent. Mm -hmm. Like, you know, the, the men that, you know, know how to build things and work on cars and cook. Like, I be seeing the soft life black men and luxury men all the time on TikTok. So I know that y'all are there. I be watching y'all on y'all little day in the life TikToks at Target and stuff. So it's like, why not just have someone to add to that, but let us be an asset. I think sometimes men, they think that we're coming in to be, I guess, a liability or like a gold digger. And that's what I don't understand the whole gold digger thing, because they don't be having no gold. But also, it's just kind of like, at least for me, prime example, if we're staying on the dating topic, um, just like you said, I'm just asking for more, but like, I'm real big on if me and you are conversing back and forth and you're like, yeah, I want to see you, whatever. I'm going to tell you to plan something because I'm a planner. I'm a very type mm -hmm. A planner. Like I have to mentally prepare for human interaction. So if you hit me up last minute, I want to see you tonight. It probably won't happen because I'm probably already in my bed, head wrapped, rubbing my feet together. But if I, if I'm like, okay, plan something for this weekend, 
and you give me pushback because that recently happened. This guy got so upset and he was just like, um, well, I think what happened was he was just like, he wanted to see me. And then he was like, oh, but you, you're not, you're not about it. You're not trying to see me. And I was like, yeah, we can like go to the movies or something. I forgot. I think like the color purple or something that just came out. I was like, yeah, we can go see that. Whatever is fine. And then, um, I was like, hey, is this theater close to you? Because I knew he didn't stay in the same city as me, but I was trying to find like a middle ground. Cause I'm all, I, I try to be considerate, you know, mm -hmm. whatever. He took it as me like taking control. And I was like, cause I'm not driving all the way down to your city. Right. Cause I can't, I had already told him I can't see at night. I had already told him I didn't want to see him that night. Cause it was already dark. So I'm like trying to be considerate. Like, Hey, I know I'm probably seem kind of difficult because I don't like to drive at night. So let's, you know, you said you're free this day. I'm free this day too. This theater is in the middle. So you don't have to drive further than I do and vice versa. And he was just like, nobody told you to do that. Nobody, blah, blah. That's, that's wrong with you women. Y'all just try to take over everything. I was like, because I found a movie theater that was like halfway for both of us. Like, I don't know. So that's just kind of been like my whole thing with dating. Ever since then, I just don't talk to men. I have decentered men from my life. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I don't even look at men. Like, I be in the store with my head down. I don't look I at men. I be looking. I be looking, but you uh, have like, the store gonna have to drop you off on my doorstep and I just feel like there's so much to unpack with what you said one I do feel like men tend to be very hyper independent because they are socialized to like rely on themselves and you don't really talk about what you're going through and you got to get it out of the mud yourself to the point that they feel like unless a woman is coming into their lives to like labor she is not like an asset. She's a liability. Like it's just something, something they got to deal with, something they got to do because they want, you know, they want companionship. They want a family and all of that. But I feel like for me, I've always said, and people laugh, I'm dead serious. I don't want my man to need me. Just right. Just want me around. You don't need right. me because at the end of the day, I don't need that man. Like I just want you around. And some men get offended by that. Like, oh, you know, I want to feel needed. You don't need me. I don't because I have become so independent. I could really make all this shake on my own. The point is that I don't want to. I want you around. So I feel like that's where they start getting into this like, oh, they're a liability. They're a gold digger because their mind's not tapping into like, I should just want her around just for the heck of it. Right. Like, this is a silly example, but it means something so important to me because I don't like to cook. I don't mind cooking. I can make some things, but I just don't like to cook. So if a man is like, oh, my woman got to cook, you're already telling me I'm not like for you. I feel like you should want to be with me if I never cooked you a meal a day in your life. Like, of course, as like your woman, I would make you something occasionally. But if you're sitting like, oh, she needs to do this and she needs to do that. We're not doing that because I'm also not thinking like that in dating anymore because I'm like, I don't have all these needs that I need a man to do. It's just a lot of things that I want him to do because I've become so like hyper independent and right. i feel like sometimes with hyper independency men read it as us being like demanding or taking control because like you said you're a planner i'm a planner too and we take control in our lives like if something's gonna get done we're the ones getting it done so we're just like action takers and i move with a sense of urgency so yeah. when people start taking too long i'm just like clearly 
I need to just do this myself, by myself, like for myself, don't even involve other people. And there's so many times where I can accomplish something without anyone else's help. So I'm just like, okay, if you want to take me out, you've got two options. Either you are going to plan something. Well, you still got to pay for it regardless, but are you just going to be the money man? Because if you don't want to plan anything, then it's just whatever Courtney wants to do. Now, I do try to be considerate of what the other person might want to do so it's an enjoyable activity. But you can't complain about me planning it and you didn't want to plan anything and then also complain about paying for it because some of them would do that. They'll not want to have to plan it and then they'll be like, well, can we split it? No, I've already done half the work because I sat here and figured out where we were going, what time, what day. Like, take some of that load off my plate. Like, I would love to have a man just say, hey, I would love to take you out. Are you free such and such time? Mm -hmm. And they just plan it. But some of them, they just, they don't want to be bothered. But I think it's good communication. You were being considerate. You were trying to find something that worked for both of you. You were saying, hey, how about this? Because me, sometimes I just don't even question. I just say, hey, this is what we're doing at 730. I see you Thursday. Like, at least you were being nice about it. I've become nicer, but not that nice. So, I just think people, in order to, I guess, properly, properly love someone who's hyper independent, you have to have like most of the time our love language are acts of service. Like we're looking for someone to lighten the load, kind of like how you were saying earlier about how you don't like to cook or whatever. But you gotta also understand it's like me not knowing how to cook don't mean I don't eat. I eat probably more than somebody who can cook. So right. it's like, to me, like if somebody was like, oh yeah, I can't cook, I wouldn't see that as a red flag. So I'm be mm -hmm. like, oh, well then they probably going to take me to a restaurant. We probably gonna have a lot of date nights. So we're probably going to take a cook. Yeah. Something we can explore together. Oh, we can learn together. You know, um, learn to cook each other's favorite meals. Or mm -hmm. Honestly, I'll be completely honest. Every time I've tried cooking, it's always too much for one person. And I don't like leftovers. So right. that's why I don't cook because mm -hmm. then I have all this food left over and I feel bad that it's going to waste. Whereas if I have somebody to cook for, I probably cook more. Like that's just me. But, you know, it's just, it's a lot of stuff that goes into it. And I just really hate when independent women are bothered. Like men will be like, oh, I love that you're independent. I love that you have your own. I love that you are this, this, and this, and this. And then you come and you bother us and then you can't match it. Right. You're not adding to it at all because now, now you're actually going to humble us. Right. And they're making it difficult for us to be independent because now I can't concentrate at work because I'm sad yeah. about you taking forever to text me back or you acting up. And now I'm trying to go to work. The thing that helps me be as independent as I am, but I'm having a hard day because of you. Like, or we are having to, you know, serve their needs, but they're not thinking about our needs because we're so independent. But here's the thing. This is my definition of the independent that I want to be. I want to be independent as far as like, I think for myself, mm -hmm. you know, I decide what I want to be in life. Even with dating, I feel like I never want to date a man that has a specific mold of how he wants his like wife to be. Like, let me, you know, with some basic requirements, figure out what being a wife looks like for me or like what being a mother looks like for me because I'm thinking for myself. I'm deciding for myself. Just like I was telling somebody the other day, they were like, oh, you don't like feedback. And I was like, no, it's not that I don't like feedback. I like feedback if it's helping me do something I already want to do. Help me do it better. 
you telling me I just need to do something completely different or that's not what I want to do. That's not feedback. So right. for me, independent is like, I don't want to have to do everything on my own, but I do kind of want to be the captain of my own ship, you know, where I could decide I'll wake up in the morning. This is what I'm going to do today. Not somebody telling me, well, you know, you got to do this, you got to do that. And it needs to be like that. And I feel like that's where the whole independent thing gets misconstrued because men look at us or even like friends, friends look at us and think, oh, you're so independent, you're low maintenance or like you don't really need much or, you know, you don't need my help. But it's just like, no, I would love your help to help me do the things I already want to do because I'm independent. I'm thinking for myself. So you're helping me be the me that I want to be. And I think if more people had that definition of like independent, it would be easier for hyper independent people to feel like they have other people to like rely on or lean on. Because for me, it's not fun all the time being super hyper independent where I feel like there's not someone I could call to help me do this. Um, and it could either be because I just think I can do it better or I could do it my own or they're just literally not capable of helping me or it's just like because they think I'm so independent they're shocked I'm even like asking for help or I want someone to do that and I'm just like no 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 I would damsel in distress please help me because that would free up a lot of stress for me and not just feeling like I have to just tackle so much like alone and I think part of hyper-independency is not just even like getting things done. For me, I just end up doing a lot of things like by myself. Mm -hmm. right? And that could be, and some of it is enjoyable. Like I like to take myself out to lunch. I like to take myself, you know, out to like the movies sometimes. But the other day I wanted to go bowling and I was just like, okay, like, let me see if I could like call one of my friends and see if they're free, but they've got their own lives and whatever. So I'm just like, am I really going to like, go bowling by myself maybe I mean I would but I'm just like I don't really want to have to do so many activities alone right and I just feel like every hyper independent woman I know like they're all beautiful they all are educated they have great jobs or whatever but none of them necessarily want to be hyper. maybe independent but not hyper independent mm -hmm. but they're just they don't know anyone who is more reliable than their dad or right. their mom. And mm -hmm. I think that's just really sad because, you know, our family members aren't going to always be there. And I think that's why they try to make it like, oh, like women in their 30s, they aren't getting married anymore and they're blah, blah. And it's just like, there's no men left. There's no quality men left, it seems yeah. like. And because we have so much going for us, we don't have to settle just say we have somebody. Because mm -hmm. I feel like the people who be settling, they be having 52 parts on uh, videos on TikTok. <laughs> like, you know, it's like, I rather- right. It is not even worth it in the end. Without a baby. Like, it's, it's what crazy. did you go through just to, because, and here's the thing. You have somebody, it's crazy. Some people who are coupled, end up still having to be hyper independent because that person is not helping them do anything. They're actually one more responsibility and liability that they have to take care of. And I feel like, like bringing it back to dating with the hyper independency thing, I just, 
like I don't want to be this independent I want to be able to just call my husband and I just know some things my husband is going to take care of like I had a leak in my front yard the other day and I had to call around like to some plumbers I had to get a schedule and I was just like wow need a nap after that and I'm just like how great it would be for me to just tell my husband hey it's a leak in the front yard and he's just like okay yeah and I go about and worry about other things in life or worry about other things with him and I feel like you have men that want to date hyper independent women because they love how strong and like successful we are but yeah they don't take anything off our plate they don't take anything off our plate they just want to add to it and then they ask us well you don't really do this for me and you don't really do that for me and I'm just like (laughs) I've been at work all day Plus trying to figure out all this other stuff that's going on and all this other stuff. And then now you want me to come home and cook for you? Like take me back to cooking. I don't mind cooking, but it's just like, wow, I really just had a rough day and you haven't done anything. Child, you ain't even hang the paintings up when I told you I wanted them hung up two weeks ago. And now you're over here talking about, well, can you can you come over and I cook you something? I did date one man though that I would cook for him very often. And the reason I would cook for him, because I just didn't mind it. I hate cooking for me by myself because I'm just like, there's so many steps. I'm only one person. If I'm cooking for other people, we can make it a social event. You know, it's fun. It's enjoyable. So I would cook for him because every time I asked him for money to go get my hair done, cash tapped it, no problem. Apple paid, no problem. If I told him I had a bad day and I just wasn't feeling it, go get your nails done. Here you go. Or if I said, you know, I need to move these boxes to the basement moving into the basement i want to go to wherever and do this thing they're having this thing they're saying no date night we're doing it so i'm just like you want me to come up in here and whip you up a little piece of chicken and some rice you better best believe i'm putting them pans pans together like that and so i just feel like if i'm dating a man and you want me to you know do all these other things for you you've got to handle some of the other things in my life to just free up my capacity to do that because if I still got to figure out all this stuff for myself I just don't have the mental capacity to also figure out the things that you want me to do as your girl and I just feel like if you don't want to take things off my plate you hate me because why would you why would you want me stressed and I told myself in 2024 I'm leaving at the first sign a man hates me I feel like you hate me. I'm out of there. Bye. Because I feel like men will see us, you know, we all look so pretty, so beautiful. And they'll be like, oh, you should smile, smile more. Give me something to smile about because you don't even know what I've been through. I remember one time in college, because people are always like, oh, Courtney, I got RV up or whatever. I was leaving my lab because I worked in a mouse lab in an independent study. And I was leaving and I ran into this guy and he was like, Courtney, you need to smile. You are just too pretty not to be smiling. And I'm like, little did he know the mic was biting me that day in the lab and I was struggling and I felt so bad and I was already kind of scared of animals, but I was working in the lab to help me get over my fear of animals and now the mic's biting me and you just want me to smile just because like, how about you say, you know what, Courtney, you look sad today. You want to go get something to eat? I'll put it on my food food points card. We'll use my um, dining dollars or like, you know what? let's 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 go to the movies you look like you need a break instead it's like you need to smile more and they don't want to take any type of active action to make it happen because I'm, I'm i'm doing all these things but i don't want to marry a man that admires my hyper independency to the point that he continues to want me to be like that 
Like, I think he should admire the fact that, wow, she can really get out here and do this on her own, but I don't want her to have to. Because I love her so much, I want her to not have to do all of this by herself. And I mean, even like the simplest things, because for me, it doesn't even come down to like, oh, you know, what percentage of the bills, like pay all the bills, like in this economy to live the lifestyle I want to live. I don't know what man I'm marrying unless I marry like Portia Williams and even she's getting divorced. I don't know what man I'm marrying that could just pay all my bills. So it's just like, what can you do these other things for me to just help me lean into my soft girl area, my femininity and not be so demanding and hard because I just know, you know what? My husband does that. I don't even, I don't even think about that because he takes care of that. Like, girl, really? I don't what a plumber is because yeah i don't even know how to call a plumber like do you google it like yes. they don't have phone books anymore um so real quick what do you think a con is of being an independent woman you get you attract dependent men oh there you go you I just feel like it's something about it because I think they admire in us what they wish they had in themselves. Mm. I was dating this guy and I felt like that Risa Tisa lady. I was pulling back the layers, girl. It wasn't as bad as her, but I was just finding out that like his car was through his company. Okay. Oh, okay. Um, that, that was fine. All right. But then I found out that his phone plan was through his ex-girl's family. His ex-girlfriend, he was on a family plan with his ex-girlfriend, okay? So then I found out the way he got the job was his ex-girlfriend's dad. Oh. Working at the company, put a good word in, saying, hey, you need to come work here, okay? So then I'm just, okay, then he has a roommate. The roommate is his ex-girlfriend's brother. Mm-mm. I'm like, do you have anything? He's like, well, me and her are just friends. It ain't like that. I'm just real close to her family. And I'm like, I would be real close to somebody's family too if they were the means for me to have a phone, a car, and a job, and a place to live. Right. So I'm just like, here I am on my own phone plan, got my own car, living in my own house, don't have no roommates, but you want to date me, and you're literally dependent on your ex-girlfriend's family. That's nuts crazy jesus well yeah definitely i do think that i will also say i think sometimes as an independent woman i'm constantly told well maybe you just your standards are too high maybe you need to lower them and i'm constantly mm -hmm. being told that i need to settle so i can have somebody and yeah. i be trying to tell them having somebody isn't like the ultimate goal like it would be nice but you know what else would be nice if i'm making six figures in a nice house going shopping and traveling every mm -hmm. other you know month like that would be nice for me that would suffice me having a bajillion kids running around calling me mommy and a husband that act like a slow ass son like right. that's not that's and not I, what I dream of at all. at all. And I dream of true partners. They are easy. Like, good, like that too. Yes. Like, I want like true partners. They are easy to get. I feel they're like easy. if that's what you're about to say, they're, they're yes. everywhere. You're on the side of the road, anywhere. at gym. You can get one. Now, a good one, that's what's hard to find. And yeah. I dream of hyper independency. I don't want to do that anymore. I dream of true partnership where I know when I do have kids, 
there's certain things that I'm not even worried about because the daddy gonna take care of it. Right. I go out with the girls because the kids with their daddy. Not I don't ever get a break because he can't do nothing or he doesn't want to do anything. And I feel like for me, my standards are so high, kind of going back to our topic of family, because my family literally does so much for me and the definition of love that they taught for me, because don't get it twisted, I do a lot for my family too. But it's just like, if my family would do this, why wouldn't my husband? And I feel like my husband just needs to come in and just take over. If my brother would catch a flight all the way from Georgia to Utah, because I used to live in Utah, pack up all my stuff single-handedly, put that stuff in the truck by himself and drive me all the way to Georgia. You think I'm going to set up for somebody that don't even want to meet me halfway at a movie theater? Yeah. Like, because that's just too that's just too much to ask? Like, no. No. No, thank you. So I'm just like, it's, it's honestly, I'm glad my family raised me that way because I'm like, I'm not just going to put up with anything. But I'm also such a giver that I want to give to my man on such a high level. And I have, unfortunately, in the past, people that just didn't deserve it, that I have to have a high standard of what my man would do for me. Because if they're here, that means I've got to be here because I'm not going to like give more than a man. I would probably have nightmares and couldn't sleep at night. But I'm like, I don't want to have to lower my standards of what I give to a person because they're not raising their standards of what they give to me. And instead of telling independent women that we're the problems, why we can't get no man, how about we tell the men that you need to step your cookies up, step step your game up. Like, you should be more successful. You should be more independent and not trying to tell me to be less, you know, independent. Correct. So we're going to wrap up this podcast, but I like to end this podcast with a confession and a lesson. So Courtney, what is a confession that you have? And it could be pertaining to the topic or whatever. (laughs) So I was thinking about this the other day, like, what can I confess? And I feel like I've only ever told like maybe two or three people this, but when I was in college, I did this thing called financial dominatrix and all right. And so I had this set up with this like old white man that lived in Chicago and he would buy me things off of my Amazon wish list. And all I had to do was like, let him call me mommy and like boss him around and be like, you need to go to bed now and like, let him tell me jokes. And then when he would buy the gifts for me, I would fake like web chat him and he never had his camera on. So who knows what this man was doing when I was on, on the camera, but I would just open up the gifts and we never talked about anything sexual. He just like being bossed around and told to buy stuff for women. And so I'd be like, you need to buy me these headphones. And then he would just buy them and, send them to, and it would get sent to me. He didn't know where I lived. It would just get sent to me from the Amazon wish list. And I did that for about like a month and a half, maybe two months. But he he always wanted to talk all night long. And I'm like, sorry, I got to go to class. But I got like $3,000 worth of stuff from him. I'm intrigued. We going to talk after <laughs> We find that man. Right, I didn't like maybe that again. <laughs> okay, and then what is a lesson that you've learned? Um, a lesson that I've learned is that, and I've learned this long time ago, but I'll be forgetting to apply it. My mom always said, "Date a man who has what you have or better." Mm. So I agree. Know, stop I dating beneath me. No, seriously, like that is if yeah, that's actually a great lesson. So. Um, 
Yeah, I agree. I'm trying to think if there's anything we didn't touch on. I feel like we touched on everything. I want to say one more point to my independent sisters. Like you might feel pressure to just date someone because you don't want to be alone. But let me tell you, men are not good people when they are not independent. Like it's just something in them. They are not good partners. They mean if they're down bad and they're looking at how independent you are, they will start resenting you. And I actually had a man apologize to me years later and say the reason he was treating me crazy was because he felt the way about where he was at in life compared to me and the fact that he wasn't as independent as me so ladies just resist the urge if you need a pen pal read a book something do something else other than settling for a man that can't stand on his own two feet period are you end up with a baby then you got two babies no babies leads with a heartbreak (laughs) anyway (laughs) Um, Courtney, let everybody know where they can fo- follow you and find you on social media. And your yeah, music. so you can find me on social media at Courtney Kelly XI. Um, also stream my music I'm on all platforms. Um, my music is really for the girls who are hyper independent, but don't want to be, but standing on business. That's the type of music I make. Period. I want to thank Courtney for joining me on today's podcast and make sure you guys follow Coed Podcast on Instagram and I will see you guys on the next episode. Bye. Thanks for having me. Bye.